this month on the Games and Junk Gate Club. It orders the quadcopter for us, or it gets the hole. Welcome to the Games and Jump Game Club podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ariola. John is not going to be on this one, but we do have a fill-in. So, as usual, I'm joined by... Vanessa Cahill. And we have Anna Marie Privetier joining us again from Market Gamer. Hey, Anna. Hello. Wonderful to have you back on. It was uh, nice having you on for the Pokemon one. And as you said on that one, if I ever need someone to... Uh, I believe it was ramble about games for an extended period of time uh, to hit you oh, up. Yeah. So, here we go. Oh, that's definitely me. <laughs> <laughs> so the game we're talking about this month is Donut County. We had to pull a little bit of uh, an audible here because we were going to talk about something else, but John couldn't make it. So rather than have John play that game for no reason whatsoever, I thought, hey, Vanessa and I will just kind of do something here and I'll rope in somebody that I know can fill in the gaps. And I remember Anna played Donut County, which is what we're talking about this week or month. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to hit up Anna, see if she wants to be on this. And thankfully, she, she said yes. And against your better judgment. What is a donut without a hole, Jason? I, but. <laughs> What is a donut, period? Oh, see, this game asks deep philosophical questions. About pastries, a thing of all sorts. It's just like, yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff what, in this game. trash does it really belong to? If it is trash, does it belong to somebody? Because it has been discarded. It belongs to the trash pandas. You put it in the hole. all right so let's go ahead and let's get on with this thing real quick here Uh, so donut county is a game in which you control a hole in the ground um you control it through an in-game tablet which is controlled by bk a raccoon that wears a bandana around his neck who runs the local donut shop if this game hasn't charged the pants off you already i don't know what's wrong with you but yeah uh people call him ask him to deliver a donut to them and then he deploys the hole and sucks up everything around it the hole starts out kind of small and grows larger uh the more you suck up the levels start on a single screen but expand out as the hole grows larger uh, there's some kind of light puzzle elements to it when it comes to finding the solution, but it's fairly straightforward and breezy to get through. Uh, the biggest thing about this game, I believe, is just the absolute charm. It just, I don't want to say vomits all over the place, but oh, this game is just charming as shit. Oh, yeah. It's super and cute. It's great because this game had like the most inauspicious start. Because I don't know if you guys remember, there used to be an old Twitter account called Peter Molladeur. Mm-hmm. And the idea is, is it was throwing out game pitches that they thought that would be overly complicated like Peter Molyneux would, used to do. <laughs> used to do? <laughs> and so this game actually started as a pitch that was like, hey, you put things in the hole and eventually at the end of the game, everything explodes out of the hole. That's amazing. And so there was actually a game jam that was like the Peter Molyneux game jam where people took all sorts of like random tweets from the Peter Molyneux Twitter account and made games out of them. Yeah, and that's how we got Donut County. So if nothing else, Peter Molyneux gave us a good parody account that gave us this wonderful game. That's awesome. <laughs> so see, in, in, in an odd, odd way, Peter Molyneux finally made a good game. Indirectly. Indirectly, yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. Anyway, uh, so this originally released on iOS, macOS, Windows, and PS4 on August 28th, 2018. They would come to the Switch and Xbox One December 18th, 2018. So guys, what, uh, what platforms did you play this on? I played, I played it on, on my iPad. iPad. Oh, and I, I did the Switch. <laughs> and Anna, you said the iPad? Yep. Okay. I played it on the Switch, and I actually bought it again on iOS just to mess around with it a little bit. And yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a big fan of this game on any platform, frankly. it it I think it works a little bit better on iOS, personally. It's also a lot cheaper on iOS, so... 
And there's actually kind of a funny story about how I got into this game. Okay, please because do tell. this game um, released like the either the day before or the day that um, PAX started in 2018. And my spouse, Chris, came to me and was like, Donut County came out today. You have to play it. And I'm like, I know of this game, but I, I don't want to play it right now. We're at a trade show. I'm always <laughs> so busy at trade shows. I just don't have time to play games outside of the trade show floor. And I actually beat it that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a nice, quick, short, breezy game. So that does help. Well, and it's got this great sort of drop in and drop out um, sort of segments to it. So every time... I, I think the thing that sort of hits me again and again when I sort of replay this game, because I have replayed it a couple times now, is the way that the story is told is really ingenious because they teach you how to play the game and then they throw you to the very end of the story. And you have to kind of make your way backwards through what happened to get everybody 8,999 feet under Donut County. It's so cute. Yeah, and I don't know why settled on that number specifically but hey whatever it seemed to work out the world is flat and hollow <laughs> yeah the possum was right <laughs> uh, i don't know why no one believes them yeah well you know now well they do now that's for sure <laughs> and so the the really smart thing is is not only are these like individual chunky chunks of sections um, fairly short and easy to do but at the start of each section it actually shows you your time and battery life on your ios device oh you know i don't think i noticed that i didn't think i actually noticed that it is five dollars on ios i don't know what it is um, on steam but it's uh, 13 on switch yeah yeah i was thinking about um because i i think i had got it on a uh on a sale for the publisher a ways back because i don't i think when i first saw it was like 13 dollars seemed a little steep but um, I think I had bought it on sale and I was like, oh, okay, I'll get around to this eventually. And, you know, I say that about, um, you know, you guys both know, uh, how I just buy games and never get around to them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm single-handedly supporting the industry sometimes. But anyway, I, then the idea for the, uh, you know, Vanessa and I needed something kind of short to get through in like a week. And I was like, okay, I think Donut County will work out very well. Yeah. It's- Actually, Vanessa, you came up with a list of, a, or a few lists of games from other sites that had ideas for like short or, you know, like recommendations for short games. And then I saw Donut County on one of them. And the image I saw was the uh, protagonist, antagonist, uh, raccoon BK sitting on the toilet playing with the tablet. And I was like, I'm intrigued and I want to, and I want to play this now. why I recommend getting it on iOS. If you have it installed or on your phone, if you have it installed on a mobile device, whether it's your iPad or your um, tablet or your Android phone, you can actually send the little duck back and forth to people. Oh, the duck. So when you text people, when you text BK back and forth, Mm -hmm. you can send a duck to him and he'll send a duck back. 
And so if you're on a mobile device, you can you can put a ducky into a text message and send it to people. Oh, My spouse awesome. is currently sending me an infinite spot of duckies. <laughs> <laughs> Love. Is that, a, uh, is that a sticker or something like that? It is a sticker, Okay, yeah. perfect, perfect. Okay, good. I'm glad I've got the duckies. Vanessa, you are getting bombarded with duckies now. <laughs> yeah, I think I wasted it. I think I did buy it just so I can duck people. <laughs> <laughs> Quack. All right, so as uh, Anna mentioned, we do have the parody Twitter account up. How do you say the last name, Peter Molladuh? Molladuh. Molladuh. Duh. Okay. Because it's Molladuh. Oh, that's right. Okay. I always have a hard time with those X words because, you know, I'm a dumb American who can only speak English, barely. So so we do have him to thank, or that Twitter account to thank for starting this uh, thing up. It, as Anna had mentioned previously... It was basically a game jam idea um, out of all the ridiculous ideas. The creator of the game, Ben Esposito, decided to uh, take on the game where you played as a hole hole in the ground and ran with that idea because how the hell do you do that is his quote for saying that. Uh, Ben, having previously worked on a favorite game of mine, What Remains of Edith Finch, as well as The Unfinished Swan, which is not a favorite game of mine, but whatever, um, started working on it, taking some inspiration from Katamari Damacy, and a game uh, called Windowsill, a physics-based puzzle game where you have to click around in each room to figure out how to move on to the next one. It's a charming little thing, kind of like this, but mm, I think this is a lot more charming. Unfortunately, after nearly six years in development, uh, mere months before Donut County launched, a column that I won't name because I don't want to dignify them with any press whatsoever uh, came out and did very well on the iOS store. It probably was a little disheartening, but it at least showed that Esposito was onto something with his idea. So, yeah, I like I said, that's uh, as far as research goes, that's really all there is to this. So, Anna, um, you've kind of filled in a little bit. At, or I want to say a little bit. You kind of filled out most of it so far. Is there anything else you want to add to it? Yeah, I mean, he he actually kind of had a different way that he was going with the game originally, and it was going to have sort of like a, a, a Native American style theme. Um, but when he started showing that off at like in circa 2013 to 2016, he was getting a lot of blowback about it. And so he decided to just kind of drop that theme and make it a more um, generic adventure mm-hmm. and focus more on the raccoons. And so that's where sort of the game theme came from. So if you're wondering why there's a lot of like desert looking stuff, that's why. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Very so, interesting. So it went from a Native American spirit quest type thing about a hole in the ground to um, a raccoon eating the trash of or collecting the trash of everyone in the in in the county, basically. It's a, and the not trash. Yeah, and it, the it, not trash. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, everything is trash because it eventually gets discarded, becomes trash. Yes, if you put things down a hole, it becomes trash. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, as far as this game goes, uh, do you guys have any uh, favorite thing or things in particular about it? Uh, Vanessa, why don't you go ahead and start us off? Ooh, that's hard. Um, I love all of the dialogue. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> yes. Like every inter- every time that they go into the fire, like the gameplay was fun. Um, but my favorite part of this game is just like the like the little fireside chats they're having where everyone's like, BK, it's your fault. And they're like, well, actually, maybe not so much. And then like... Um, like there'd just be some cute quirks on um, later on in the levels, like what, you know, putting two bunnies in a hole and they spawn a bunch of bunnies and that's cute. Or like the snakes. Um, I like, I loved how like they kind of, a. Uh, it could have been a really simple game where you continue just to put things in holes, but it was fun that they let you like interact with the things you put in the holes later on. Yeah. There's a lot of cute little elements as far as being able to do stuff with the stuff you put in the holes. It's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of oddball little things and I don't want to ruin or talk about too much of it just because a lot of it's 
a lot of the fun I feel is the surprise of the interactions of the stuff that goes in the hole. You're like, oh, what the hell just happened there? That was kind of cool. Anna, how about yourself? Favorite things or thing specifically for the game? Um, because I've played the game multiple times, I sort of set myself little challenges. Mm-hmm. And so when I was playing it earlier today to sort of refresh myself about what was going on, my favorite thing to do is to try to collect things that are quote unquote out of order. So your hole is a certain size. And so there is a certain amount of things that will fit in at that certain size. But a lot of the objects can be manipulated in a way that they can be shoved into a hole that is much smaller than the actual item. So like, you know, when you go into the first level, you can get under one of the hay bales and tip it over. And when it's in a diamond shape, it actually falls into a much smaller hole than if you're trying to put it in as a square. And there are like suitcases that are open that if you shut them, they go into a much smaller hole and you can almost all of the lawn chairs can be folded and those can go into smaller holes. (laughs) So like figuring out how to keep my hole as small as possible while still shoving giant things in them. Sounds like something from Pornhub. <laughs> I, I, I was just going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, that could be somebody's search history in Pornhub. So, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of, oh, yeah, I I really kind of discovered that at first. It, I think it was something, I think it was a suitcase that you mentioned, like in the one of the early levels, I saw it open and I kind of flung it and it closed. And I was like, oh, wait a second. And then. I did kind of start messing around with, oh, I wonder if I can get this in there if I just kind of wiggle it around a little bit. And then eventually it's like doing this with a controller. I want to say that gets a little frustrating because it's not quite as precise as using touch controls, which seems like a weird thing to say because normally that's the opposite, I believe. But whatever. I, I, I did end up messing around with things quite a bit there, too. Like, oh, I wonder if I can get this in there. So now I'm looking forward to going this on iOS and seeing like how I can kind of manipulate objects to get them into the hole basically now. And that sounded something, oh boy, okay, anyway. <laughs> Please don't isolate that and try to turn that into something, people. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, as far as me, my favorite thing was probably BK. I, I love raccoons. My favorite minor league baseball team is the uh, Rocket City Trash Pandas, which is a little raccoon in a garbage can that blasts off into space. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's, it's really great. Anyway, um, yeah, BK was just undeniably charming and i think he's kind of like a well-meaning little shit basically is the best way i think i can describe him (laughs) yes that's a good description (laughs) i i adore him he's just i you know i'm i'm a big fan of raccoons anyway and then putting one with a little bandana on i'm like yeah okay i'm i'm 100 on board with this guy and then he's just up to be you know just up to mischief and stuff i'm like okay i i want more games like this where i can do something as a raccoon that could potentially be ending the world basically All right. 
Uh, how about uh, least favorite thing or things, Vanessa? It's mm, a hard one. I liked most of the things about this game, actually. Mm. Um, I guess like uh, it did get like a little bit repetitive, but like even that, it's like such a tiny thing. It's like I don't. I've had no problem. I was never bored by like putting things in holes continuously. So I guess maybe when we actually had the, like the, the like the fight at the end, kind of like threw me a little bit. But also, I didn't dislike the fight. But I was like, oh, I have to like like put more effort into like putting <laughs> things in holes <laughs> yeah the first time i played through that i was like oh my god this is a boss fight in a puzzle game yeah yeah i was like a little bit shocked about it <laughs> yeah it definitely was a little bit of an odd twist at the end i was like um what am i doing exactly now they have made it easier since the initial launch Oh, it was more difficult than this because I'm going to yeah. tell you, I uh, I <laughs> I really struggled with it the first time that I played through. Oh, okay. And then I replayed it this time, and I'm like, this is nowhere near as hard as it used to be. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I um, I got my health all the way down to it feel like the last tick, and then I finally figured out what I was supposed to be doing. I was like, oh, okay, I got it now. <laughs> so yeah, uh, or maybe I just suck. I mean, there's that too. So, uh, <laughs> Anna, how about yourself? Least favorite thing or things with this? Oh, gosh. And I mean, my my at first blush, I want to say it was too short, but also like if it had been longer, then it definitely would have been too repetitive. Yeah, I don't feel like there's anything that I really dislike about it. Okay, that's fair. I yeah. I mean, if there was nothing there, there's nothing there. I mean, you know, I I like the hell out of this game and I can't really fault it for too much. The only thing I feel like it's. Um, I wish there was something else you could do once the game was over. Just really outside of like going back and trying to mess around with trying to get things that shouldn't fit in the hole. I've really got to figure out a better way to say that. Uh, <laughs> and trying to see if you can get them and manipulate them into it before you're supposed to. I don't feel there's a lot of replay value in it, but I guess that's fine. You don't really need a lot of replay value in something as charming from start to finish as this, I suppose. All right, how about let's talk about our favorite moments in the game. Vanessa, uh, you have a favorite moment or moment specifically you want to talk about? Mm, I'm going to ruin it for people if we're not doing spoilers. but uh, <laughs> Oh, fine. It's fine. It's a two-hour game. Um, I loved the possum house because <laughs> it was like so spooky and dark. Like, uh, So you go in there, it's no lights out, and then every once in a while there are like, these little masks all around, but every once in a while one of them is like the actual possum character. In general, I also just loved possum himself because he's such a weirdo. Yeah. Um, but I had a really fun time with that level. Like, uh, you know, every once in a while you see the possum and he jumps around a little bit and then you like have to turn the lights on and stuff. Um, so I think that's probably my favorite. That was probably my favorite level. Of course, any of the campfire talking, I just adored. Yeah. The dialogue is so much fun in this stupid game. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Anna, how about yourself? Um, discovering that Mira was an enabler all along. I think that was so well done. And like the timing <laughs> of that was perfect. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah so you can't entirely blame bk right yeah no i mean no bk had really terrible motivations but also the people around him were helping him create all of the mayhem yeah in yeah. everybody's lives yeah you can't blame the guy if everyone keeps poking and prodding him to go in that direction right it's not entirely his fault <laughs> Um, I think my, fa I've got two, I think, um, one is just in general, like towards the beginning when BK is trying to convince everyone he did them a favor by sucking them all down there. Yeah. No, it wasn't BK. It was just that hopeful guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. BK just sitting there. It's like, well, maybe I did you a favor by get getting, by getting your trash out of here. You know, just, and then the, um, you know, the 
as we kind of alluded to at the beginning there, the a philosophical nature of what a donut is and what a hole is. And just like, <laughs> it, I think if it went on for any longer, you would have been like, oh my God, this game is up its own ass. But it kind of pulled back just enough that you're like, okay, this game is just being stupid about that. And I appreciate that. So, because, you know, sometimes you get an indie game and you're just like, oh boy, I don't really want to have to deal with you telling me how I should feel about certain things because... Yeah, but you know, I, I think this game took itself not seriously enough, and I think it, I think it stayed in character with Peter Molyneux's personality as far as like going with something kind of nutty, and then it's just kind of a simple premise to begin with. So you know, that's how Fable kind of turned out. I remember reading in a guy, I think it was Xbox Nation magazine back in the day when it was Project Ego about how you could plant a, plant a seed as a child in front of a house and then come back to it as an adult and climb through the window of the or you know climb climb up the tree through the window of the building i was like oh wow that sounds amazing and then it turned out to be a pretty straightforward action rpg so yeah anyway um the other thing i love is uh sucking down the rabbits in the hole and them um just doing what (laughs) rabbits do and baby rabbits just exploding out of it like oh it's a almost it's a bukkake of rabbits that's cool that was fun it was a little, it was a little, I would say a little on the nose there, but a little on the nose there. I enjoyed the hell out of that. So, uh, least favorite moments, guys. Vanessa? Mm, it's a hard one. I should come prepared. Probably, <laughs> I would say. That, 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 would, that uh, would not stay in touch with uh, the, uh, you know, mission statement of this podcast is not preparation. Uh, I, I guess some of the lab bits, um, I didn't really mind them though, but. Yeah, you don't it have seemed to... like a little bit like there and back again. Like, oh, I've got to go back again to that other room and then go get a key card from this other place. And that was okay, though. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Wasn't... Well, I mean, you know, just the least favorite moment. Yeah, the lab. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anna, how about yourself? Making soup. Yes. That. Oh yeah. Kind of suck. About that. That was definitely a part where I was like, oh, this is kind of a pain in the butt. I, it took me a try or two to figure it out, and then kept having the damn um, bird drink it. That was a little frustrating for me. I was like, you little shit. Anyway, um, my favorite was, uh, or least favorite, was uh, trying to figure out the weird sibling relationship that I thought was a romantic relationship between Salt and Pepper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our, it, it's really ambiguous in a way that is, like, not good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm all for, like, oh, you know, you can be, uh, you know, gender fluid ambiguous and all that but then it's like well, this these two are brother and sister um that's not okay <laughs> just and then what the hell were they were they otters or i couldn't i have no idea okay no, I, couldn't, I couldn't even tell yeah they just looked like maybe ferrets i don't know they were like they just look like furry tubes effectively i don't know what the hell they were supposed to be so it was like one of the few characters i could not figure out for the life of me what the hell they were supposed to be but I also think that's kind of the charm of the game is like none of the characters are particularly gendered. All of them are like nice animals that yeah. no one really objects to. <laughs> I don't know. Have you dealt with coyotes before? I kind of objected to coyotes. Well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say Vanessa and I probably are more familiar with coyotes just because of the New Mexico thing, but <laughs> yeah, they're kind of the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Wisconsin is the furthest south I've ever lived. <laughs> That's, Other that's, than snowbirding in Florida. Oh, okay. Well, they're oh, geez. Okay, yeah. And then I don't think they have all. I mean, they got a lot of gators there, but you know, you just avoid a swamp, and you can. Yeah, I literally have uh, had coyotes like in my backyard before at a different house. Actually, my Vanessa. I don't know if you remember my older dog that I had at the house where we all used to, uh, you know, gather from the game or you know, uh, GameStop. 
Um, I heard a coyote howling in my backyard one night, and my other dog, I heard him like basically chase after it and um, growl, make a lot of noise, and then I never heard that coyote again. Oh, wow. So <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, he was just a big, dumb, um, like, I don't even know, I think he was like... I, I, I forget what kind of like Akita and German Shepherd mix or it's just big, dumb, friendly thing, but very protective and didn't realize his own strength a lot of the times. And yeah, he just attacked that coyote and I, we never heard of it again. So it either learned yeah. its lesson or it went off and died somewhere after he Gosh. maimed it. So things got dark here on this, this episode. I don't know why I did that. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, overall thoughts. I mean, we've talked about it a little bit here. Um, as far as just like, what do you think? Is this like, what, was this a enjoyable time for your money, or maybe just on the switch, maybe a little too pricey? Mm, I, I I I thought it was worth the thirteen dollars, but like also like um, I don't mind spending like frivolous money on whatever. Um, so it's not, of course, not a long game. So if you're like looking for something worth thirteen dollars, it's going to last you more than a day not your game, but if you're looking for like a really fun pastime and I can see myself picking it up again too, in like some future context. So like, um, I thought it was great, but yeah, knowing that it's also available for cheaper on like the iOS, maybe I would do that next time instead. Anna, how about yourself? Yeah, no, I've, I've definitely gotten my money worth out of it on, on iOS because I've played it like three times at this point. And it somehow never gets old as long as you play it far enough apart. But I mean, I, at this point, I'm averaging one playthrough a year, so you know that seems pretty reasonable. Yeah. Do you know if it is available on Apple TV? I wonder if it works on Apple TV. You know what? That Do, is a good question. I don't think so. It didn't mention anything when I looked it up on Moby Games. I didn't see anything about it. But I think it would, I think it would be kind of a fun way to do it using the like using your phone as sort of a touch thing and having it on the TV. Mm-hmm. But download eh. Donut County on iPad, iPhone, Apple TV. Oh, so apparently it does work. Oh, so see, I think it would be fun that way if you could use your phone as the controller and then let everyone watch. Yeah, Yeah, that would be kind of cool. I think, yeah, like, because you said, I feel like the controller, it works, but this is is definitely a game that is meant for touch screen interaction or maybe a mouse because you can move it a lot faster. Just personal thing there. So, yeah, I... I ended up buying it on iOS too uh, this morning just to mess around with it a little bit because I was like, I want to support this game. Like, especially after I found out there was some clone that came out, I was like, I should probably toss this guy a little more yeah. money. So, so a few weeks before Donut County actually launched, mm-hmm. a clone game came out and it was nowhere near as good. But no. It did trick a lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it also, I noticed, uh, garnered a sequel. So that's great. I'm not going to name it, but yeah, there's a, there's a second version of that game. I'm like, ah, okay, just really should show you. So anyway, um, okay. I think that about wraps it up for this one. Like I said, I knew this was going to be a short one, but I figured, Hey, we, we've been uh, pretty good the last two months about getting a podcast out as far as an actual video game podcast. I was like, you know what? We should maintain this progress and keep it going there. So well, it's fun. It's fun to do like a nice, cute, fun, short one too. This was a fun, like, I don't think I would have ever like gone in every once in a while I look at the deals and stuff on switch and just buy things. But like, I don't know that I would have been like, Oh yes, Donut County. That looks appealing. Um, so I'm happy that like, you know, John was like, yeah, it's a great game. I'm like, okay, this sounds awesome. And then it was awesome. So I'm happy we did this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. It's nice to, I mean, you know, we're looking maybe like 35 minutes at the end of this 40 minutes and I'm kind of like, Oh, you know, this also, it's also nice to edit a short podcast too. So that really, really helps. <laughs> 
Um, okay, any additional thoughts we got on it? I mean, as for me, like, I really like the soundtrack. This is one that I think I'm going to have to look into and see if I can purchase it somewhere because I really dig in the soundtrack for this thing. It was very... It, I want to say it reeked of Katamari in a sense, but it just kind of got that essence of Katamari soundtrack where it was just sort of whimsical and just really added to the game's flavor of just being kind of... I don't want to say goofy, but kind of just silly. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> So, so cute. It is. It's a very cute game. And again, very, very accessible on so many different platforms that I, I don't... Again, I, I, I'm i going to kind of go with you on that, Vanessa, where I think $13 might be a little steep if you're looking for something more than just a quick little hit of a game. But if it goes on sale somewhere or if you have iOS um, or get it on Steam, like go with that. Go that direction. It's it's perfect for that. And it's, I don't know, it, it's just so charming. I, I can't talk about it enough as far as like how charming this game is and i don't want to say too too much about it because you know it's such a short game you don't want to spoil too much about it but a lot of the the joy of this game is the interactions the game itself is i would say half the joy and the other half is just the character interactions yeah i agree all right, so I guess I'll wrap up this episode of the Game Club here. So, as usual, go to patreon.com slash gamesandjunk. Over there, you can kick in a few bucks for $3 a month. You can get all of the shows we do on this podcast network of four podcasts we do now. Get them in a higher quality audio feed, um, an RSS feed with all the podcasts in one handy feed, and also um, get them early when I get them out early. Like, this one will probably go out early just because I actually can get this one edited because it's going to be pretty short. And for $5 a month, you will also get a shout-out on the show on top of all the other stuff we mentioned on, or I mentioned on the previous tier. And for people I want to shout-out to, I want to shout-out to my co-host, Vanessa K. Hill, John Lucero, who well, couldn't be here for this one, which is unfortunate. I think you would have liked talking about this one. Alex Messenger and Josh Carpenter. Yes, uh, somebody I stole from you, Anna. Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay as far as rest of the plugs go you can follow the site at games and junk you can follow me at jason ariola and you can follow vanessa at vicarious rock Anna, why don't you go ahead and uh, plug away because i know we're the uh what did we decide the last time we, we spoke on uh, a game club the owner operator of rp gamer sure <laughs> so yeah i am the co-owner of rpgamer.com a website um dedicated to all things rpg western rpgs jrpgs computer rpgs more rpgs than you can shake a stick at um <laughs> you can also find me at my twitter account which is a m p r i v i t e r e a m privateer because no one knows how to spell my name <laughs> <laughs> that's okay or hey. if you're just following the at rp gamer on twitter um i get retweeted there a lot which is probably a big surprise to everybody but <laughs> i do yeah shock and awe shock and awe <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, you know, uh, all of the other podcasts we do uh, on Twitter feeds, uh, you know, kind of retweeting each other. It's like, oh, wow, that's, uh, that's high and handy, isn't that? No, Jason has access to all of them. That might be why. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, you know, um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to bribe people here for something. Um, the Let's say the first three iTunes reviews we get for the Games and Junk Game Club podcast, I will actually go ahead and purchase a copy of Donut County for you on iOS. So if you go to Apple Podcasts, review the podcast, send me a screenshot that you did it, and let me know the email address I can donate it to, I I will kick Donut County your way because I, this game is just endemically charming, charming, and I think everyone should get a chance to play it. So the first three that I see up there, I, I feel kind of bad bribing people, but man, uh, <laughs> reviews are really hard to get for these stupid podcasts. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. So <laughs> anyway, when you, call, when you call them stupid, Jason, <laughs> well, okay. That doesn't help. any. Yeah. Yeah. But so why do I host these things? I really don't know. Because you hate your life. No, <laughs> well, there's not, that you, not you hate your life. You hate yourself and you want less free time. <laughs> it sure seems that way. Doesn't it? 
But we enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> I'm just here to watch. <laughs> just watch the uh, ship go down in flames as I'm steering it. <laughs> I feel like the Titanic cop did. No, no, don't steer. We're fine. We're fine. Uh, anyway, uh, part of a dereliction of duty on my part, I did forget to throw it out there on Twitter uh, for feedback or whatever. So, yeah. Um, thankfully, John will be back for the next episode. So, please, please don't go away. John will be taking the, uh, the, the, you know, the reins back on this. So, please, please don't go away. And it won't happen again anytime soon. Hopefully. Hopefully. Right, John? Thank you. Please don't do this to me again. I host three <laughs> we, other podcasts. We've got a good one for next time also. It's a really weird game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, really weird. And I we we probably could have managed to do that with just the two of us, but I, there was uh, some pronunciation things that he can help me pronounce that I was like, I definitely need him here. And I feel he's probably got a little bit more... Um, knowledge of the culture that this game kind of surrounds too, outside of well, just and, myself. Well, and if you had to play it, I feel like you, you should be here to talk about it. Well, it's yeah, weird. Yeah, it, well, not pretty weird. It was really weird. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, that next game will stay secret for a few more weeks. Um, if you go back through my Twitter feed, you might figure out what it is. But yeah, I'm not going to say what else it is. I think so. I know what it is. You probably do. <laughs> Shush, you. <laughs> no spoilers, Anna. I appreciate that. So, anyway, uh, thanks for joining us for this game club, Anna. I really appreciate having you on, as always. Thank you, and have a garbage day. Thank <laughs> you.